Jumbo Ekabo. Welcome to the Rich Immigrant Podcast. This podcast was created to be what the next immigrant needs to thrive and what we need as an immigrant community. In this podcast, we talk about attaining financial independence, living full lives in the new countries we call home, and we'll do all that while talking about topics that pertain to the immigrant community all over the world. We'll do that with grace, with truth, with love, and yes, with great background music. So please, dance into every podcast episode with me. I'm Diola Terum, and I'm your host. Welcome. Hey, 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 my people. Welcome back to the Rich Immigrant Podcast. It is Memorial Day, and I'm recording this episode, but you'll actually officially be listening to it anytime from June 2nd or later. And that means that it is summer in this part of the world. Um, granted, the first day of summer is officially June 20th, but Memorial Day weekend is really the real summer kickoff. So welcome to summer 2021. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm all about that good summer energy. And with that good summer energy, we're wearing shorts and t-shirts. We have our summer bodies that, you know, I did not work on, but whatever body I have today is my summer body. Um, And just a general positive outlook on things. Um, It's also a perfect time to do what? To refresh and recharge your finances. So this is your summer money refresh episode. So in this episode, I'll be talking about five ways to refresh your finances this summer. Well, if you're like, well, my finances need a restart, let this be your summer restart episode. So let's go. Five ways to refresh your finances this summer. Let's go. Number one, refresh your money mindset. Now, at the risk of sounding like a broken record, I'm going to ask that you start by refreshing your money mindset this summer. Ask yourself the question, what has your relationship with money been like during the first five months of the year? Or just in general, what has your relationship with money been? What beliefs about money have your parents or guardians or your own personal life experiences made you believe that you need to lose yourself from this summer? A scarcity or negative money mindset will keep you from actually truly enjoying whatever you have, whatever resources of money you have in front of you, whether it's $100 or whether it's even a million dollars. There are people that have millions of dollars, six-figure incomes and all of that, but they still have a scarcity or negative money mindset such that they are not able to fully walk into the abundance that's in front of them, the abundance that they are actually living in. Because they have a fear of, you know, if I spend this, I lose everything. I need to just, you know, amass and amass and amass more wealth or the feeling that, you know what, I'll never make it. My, no one in my family has ever made it or I've never really been in a season of abundance. So this season must be short lived. I'm waiting for the other shoe, shoe to drop. I'm waiting for something to go wrong. And so first and foremost, you got to refresh your money mindset. Um the very, very first episode of this podcast um, goes deep on money mindset. And the feedback I've gotten from this episode, actually, I mean, I think at some point I should share that. There was someone that messaged me to say, you know, just listening to how I was breaking it down brought her to tears when she was thinking about 
how she thought about money based on how she grew up, her family situation, and also um, um, just her personal experiences. So if you haven't given that episode a listen, just the very episode one, it's the, the title is What's Your Money Mindset? Please, please, please refresh your money mindset this season and listen to it. And if you've listened in the past, um, but you, you feel like you need that refresh, it's t- just over 20 minutes, please listen to that episode. So that's the first way we're refreshing our finances this summer. And now we go on to number two, um, refresh your financial goals. So think about it, you know, like actually stop and think about it. And maybe, yes, write this down. I think this is an episode where I would strongly encourage you to write things down. Use your notes app on your phone. Use your notebook. Write on the back of a a napkin. I don't care, but please write things down. Um, What's your why? Like, why are you even listening to this episode? What made you listen to an episode about refreshing, you know, your finances this summer? What's your why on um, wanting to attain financial awareness or attain financial independence or financial freedom or just be better with your finances? Are you doing it to be able to just, you know, create generational wealth? Are you doing this because you want to, you know, just be in a better place and relieve yourself of financial anxieties? Are you doing this to be able to provide for your children or to be put them in a better place than you were putting? Are you doing this to be ultimately able to support your family? Are you doing this so that you can retire early or even just retire on time? So think about it. What's your why? And remember in the episode where we talked about, you know, building a financial vision board and we talked about how a vision board should reflect the visions that you have for your life. If you haven't stopped to think about your why, then really what are you working towards? Right. This vision should then be broken down into goals that then help you arrive at that desired future state. And so if you've set financial goals for the year, how are those goals coming along? Has anything changed, such as your personal circumstances, for example? Have your desires also evolved such that the things you wanted early on no longer apply? And so you need to modify your goals based on where you are today. If your outlook or circumstances have changed and your goals need to change in accordance with that. So we set goals, but yes, we need to be flexible to to tweak things and modify things and fine tune as we get clarity as we move forward. Let us not be so stuck in the goals that we've set so much so that we refuse to actually make our goals work for us based on where we are. So this is a good time to just revisit those goals, refresh those goals and make any edits that you need to make. And so I'll give you some examples of goals that you can set this summer. It can be to log into your investment or retirement account and actually have a look at what is invested in. Like, okay, I put money in my 401k every month. Where does that money actually go? Right? If you don't understand and you have an, and there's a number on the website to call, you know, make it, make it one goal to just call that number and ask the question to say, I put money in my 401k every month. What is this money actually going into? Is it going to cash or is it actually being invested in something? Please make it a goal to know where your money is. That's an example of a goal you can set. If you need more ideas of financial goals that you can set for yourself for the summer, for the next year, for any phase of your life, um, I've got a blog post with 20 different ideas. And regardless of where you are in your financial journey, there are example goals for you. I was very intentional in making that list such that wherever you are, there is at least one or two or three or 10 goals that you can set. So I'll put a link to that blog post in the show notes. Now going on to number three, refresh your money habits, right? 
And so is there something you need to change? Are there patterns that you'll notice? You know, if you if you pulled in your if you pulled in your financial statements, what patterns did you notice? Is it a is it a time? Is it time for you, you know, to start a new weekly routine with your money? Um, one of the things that you can do um, is, you know, is having a weekly or monthly check in, either having a monthly check in with your partner, having a, a, a weekly, you know, day where you kind of check your spending. And so is that something you want to take on this summer as a habit you want to build? So they say that it takes 66 days or approximately two months to fully form or build a new habit. Well, guess what? Summer perfectly fits into that two-month time frame. I mean, of course, summer is a little longer than that, but it's a perfect time to rebuild and refresh good money habits. So personally, one habit I'm going to bring back is um, bringing back my money check-in on Wednesdays. So generally, I'm at a place in my in my in my money journey where I can check into my finances once a month, and that's fine. But the summer, the summer is uh, such a beautiful time. I live in a place that's really cold, and so we truly enjoy our summers. You know, the concerts to attend now that things are slightly starting to open up. Of course, safely, of course. Um, there, there's dining to do, brunches to attend with friends. And so, you know, my summer behavior tells me that I need to bring back those weekly check-ins. So I'll be bringing back my Wednesday check-ins where I spend 30 minutes on my finances on a Wednesday evening to see how I'm tracking towards my monthly goals. So other ideas for money habits to bring on this summer are one, you know, setting up automated transfers, you know, to your savings account or to your retirement tr- setting up automated transfers to your savings or retirement account once your pay hits your bank account. Another one can be, you know, deciding to cut spending in one category if you find that you're spending too much on specific areas of your finances. So for example, you say, I'm going to make sure I only eat out once a week. That way I curb my spending on eating out. Another one can be paying yourself first, right? For the, for the, you know, for the rest of the year. Another one can be practicing building the habit of waiting seven days before you actually make a purchase. And then going on to number three, the third way to refresh your finances this summer, refresh your budget and your numbers. There's no better time to know your numbers than right now. Pull all your statements, pull your statements for the first five months of the year or even the last three months, March, April, May, or the five, five, first five months of the year. Pull your bank statements, pull your investment statements, all of it. Because if you don't look at your numbers, how do you know what you're working with? Pick up your statements and also look for any anomalies, any charges that might be incorrect or they may have charged you incorrectly. Um, look for and identify any patterns in your spending or your behaviors. And you're looking through your statements will help you understand what are you spending on? What's taking up 60% of your spending versus 20%? Because sometimes you think, oh, I only spend, you know, 5% on food. Turns out with eating out, it's like 20% on food and shopping. And so really looking through your numbers will help you identify if you're on track, if your desired spending pattern is in line with what you're actually doing. Um, like I said, summer is the toughest time on my budget. So I personally know that I need to take a closer look at my at my budget during the summer months. Because yo, like I said, there's so much fun to be had. And so as you look through your numbers and refresh your budget, is your budget really working for you, right? Do you have new travel plans, new expenses? Did you get a raise or did you get a new job? Did you take a pay cut? Did you have a baby? Did a family expense come up? 
So all of these things typically warrant a budget refresh. And so as I'm recording this on Memorial Day, I've refreshed my budget over the weekend because I've got a few things planned and I've got my tax refund. Yay! <laughs> and so I had to create a plan to use that tax refund, but I also had to refresh my budget for the rest of the summer. And then in September, I think we'll go back to, you know, um, our regular, uh, 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 our regular, you know, steady pace mode. But over the next few months, I needed a summer refresh and, and you might too. And so one more thing, as you refresh your budget, if you're someone that's actually been on a super tight budget and now you've actually accomplished a big financial goal that you've been working towards, maybe you paid off one credit card, maybe you paid off all your debt first, congratulations. But also take this time to look at your budget to see maybe it's time to make room for one thing that you enjoy in your monthly budget. And because this is why we work hard. This is why we budget. This is why we set goals is to also make room for things that we enjoy. So go ahead and do that and make room for something that you enjoy. And if you're starting out on your budgeting journey and you don't know where to start, what budget, what a budget should look like, I wrote a detailed blog post to help you create a budget that works for you. And so I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. And I hope that helps you wherever you are in your budgeting journey. Now going on to number four, refresh your financial services. So when I think about my financial services, I think about my bank, I think about my investments, um, brokerage, you think about financial advisors, your money coaches, your financial education, if you're investing in, in that. So how do your service providers make you feel? Your service providers should be um, meeting you where you are. So there's no need to pay for, you know, something that's at a PhD level if you are at elementary school level, right? Your service provider should also be patient with you and also should be able to answer the questions that you have. And so as you think about your financial services providers, think about does your bank still provide services that meet you where you are? Are you being charged some crazy fees that you should avoid altogether? Do you still need that financial advisor or should you take a course instead and do more DIY investing? If those services are not working for you, then this is a good time to reassess them and make a switch to one that benefits you. So for example, you could move from having a regular savings account to a high yield savings account because on a regular savings account, you get nothing in interest. Or you can also assess if you have too much in savings and then make a plan to use dollar cost averaging method to move some of that money into index funds, for example. And that takes us to the last item, item number five, the fifth way to refresh your finances this summer. Number five, refresh your money conversations. Many of us grew up either not having money conversations or we're actually having the wrong type of money conversations. If you're like me, you may have been shielded from money conversations growing up or you were taught or you just, you know, grew up in a society where it was more of a taboo topic to talk about money. But the fact is, it isn't and it shouldn't be. On the flip side, many of us actively engage in the wrong type of money conversations. Like, for example, it's perfectly okay to ask how much something costs to gauge if you're overpaying for something or to gauge if you're getting the right level of service for something that you're paying for. However, it is not okay to ask how much something costs to see if you can categorize someone as balling or position or to see where you are compared to somebody else. 
Like, think about it. Look at the latter example. You know, how does that actually make you better in any way? And so I've done a whole episode on why we need to have more money conversations. But without rehashing the whole episode again, I'll say that you will know right away from someone's reaction if they're someone you should be having money conversations with. Money conversations with the right people should build you up, should inform you and open your eyes to opportunities different from what you may be previously considered or even affirm um, the direction that you're going in. And don't just focus, and when you have money conversations with someone, don't just focus on the results because it's easy to be like, oh my God, I saved $100,000 in two years. Oh my God, my portfolio grew by 500% in one year. That's great, but those are, those are the highlights. What you need to focus on is the how, right? Ask about the why, right? Why did they do what they did? For example, someone invested in Bitcoin in January. Now they grew by 100% or 200%. Someone invested in Bitcoin five years ago. Um, Ask about the why. Why did they do that at that time? Why did they believe in cryptocurrency at that time? Because the why will help you understand their perspectives, right? And will help you see, is that something that you want to look into further? Because opinions will always be opinions. It is up to you to sort through them and see, okay, do I want to look into this further? So don't just look at the highlights of someone's financial success, you know, make sure you're asking about the why. Why did they make those moves? right? And also ask about the how. What was their strategy and their approach to doing what they did? And make sure you have those why and how conversations when you have money conversations. And so, for example, if you know someone that makes a six-figure salary, right, and you studied the same major in college, so instead of saying, oh, well, damn, you're balling, right? How about you say, wow, can you share how you negotiated your pay, how you made moves on your journey to get to this figure in, you know, X number of years, what certifications did you make along the, what certifications did you get along the way that helped you get there? And so if you're still wanting to hear more about money conversations, listen to the episode on why we need to have money conversations. I'll also link that in the description. The lack of money conversations is costing us so much. It's costing us time. It's costing us freedom. It is costing us generational wealth. And so I'm ready to have money conversations. I've been doing so for the last three years and I will tell you, I'm so much of a better person for it. And it's the reason that I've decided to bring those conversations here because I know that there is such a big gap, right? And so those are the five things, five ways to refresh your finances this summer. I hope that there's something in there for you. I know that there's something in there for everyone. So I hope that you will hop on it and get your finances together. And so I'll wrap this up by saying that it doesn't matter if you actually, when you listen to this episode, whether it's summer, whether it's winter, whether it's fall, whether there are no seasons where you live, um, this is a sign that you need to refresh your finances right now. And so let's have a hot girl or hot guy summer or hot guy year with rich immigrant vibes, right? And I hope that you make room for a little bit of financial discipline. I hope you make room for the things that serve you financially and close doors to the things that do not. And so we've got two months to create habits for the rest of our lives. I hope that we'll do it. I hope that you'll join me on this journey. And let me know which of these um, five suggestions resonate with you the most. So have the best week. And let's kick off a great hot girl, hot rich girl, hot rich guy summer. And I will see you next week on the podcast. Happy summer. (laughs) Take care. See you next time. Bye. 
Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. Before you go, I'd like you to know that there will always be room for you at this table. And as I wrap this up, I'd like to ask for your help with a few things to help support and amplify the message of the podcast. First, please subscribe. Click the subscribe button and that way you're notified of new episodes. Second, if you enjoyed this episode, please write and review the podcast. That way you're signaling to Apple that the content here is, you know what, popping. And you amplify our message to other potential listeners. And last but not least, please follow us at Instagram at The Rich Immigrant. And as we go out into the world, I hope that you're encouraged to show up and live fully in whatever country you've chosen to call home. Ciao, bye, odavo. See you next time.